Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim and I'm the host of weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on CITR.ca, iTunes and my blog rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. Is a lady's breath, life is a mystery. Along the sacred way, we wonder every day. Tear on the Tennessee. You want a piece of me now? I am a sidekick, I am the whiskey eye. I am everything, and here we go. Right along the side turn, here we go. Right along the side turn, here we go. Right along the side of Hello, 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 and you are listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim. Welcome to this magnificent 10 to 11 spot on the punk rock uh, radio waves. Uh, I don't know how to finish the sentences. Let's go to the next one. Uh, we by we started the show with a song by the band called The Dreadnoughts, a local wonderful Cider Kings, Polka Warriors, and just wonderful humans all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. The Dreadnoughts. That was a song called Cider Road from their last studio album called Polka's Not Dead. And the reason I played um, this song for you. One, they're just it's an amazing song and they're just a great band. Two is because they are playing live on Friday, which is tomorrow, March 14th, at the rickshaw. And the Dreadnoughts will be opening for the uh, Gattermouth for a special St. Patrick's Day uh, concert. Greatest, great, should be a super wonderful night. Uh, there also will be a bo- uh, the band called Boats playing. So Gattermouth, the Dreadnoughts, Boats are playing uh, tomorrow. And I will be playing some MP3 files, uh, punk rock MP3 files for you between... Uh, bands and before and after the show so you can dance your uh, buddies uh, 
to the songs I will be playing for your uh, musical pleasure. Today on the show, I will play you my interview with Mark, who is uh, the singer and the founding member of uh, Gattermouth, a legendary band all the way from California, United States of America. Uh, the interview turned out super, super interesting. Uh, I was excited uh, about talking to Mark because, you know, he's a very... Um, how would you say, charismatic person, and uh, Gather Mouth are just one of the uh, legendary bands that have been around uh, for more than 20, I should say, 5 years, maybe something around that, so they they know what they're doing, they've been uh, in a band for a long time, and it was an honor to talk to him, he is, a, as I said, a very interesting character, very charismatic, and interview turned out very well, didn't go as I expected, and you will hear it uh, in the interview. Uh, let's start playing some music for you, and I would like to start with a few tracks by Guttermouth uh, to get you in the right mood uh, for uh, this upcoming show and this upcoming interview. Uh, I'd like to start with my favorite song by the band called Can I Borrow Some Ambition? Okay, let's listen. This is Rocket from Russia Weekly Punk Rock Show. Today on the show, interview with Mark of Guttermouth. And this is them, Can I Borrow Some Ambition? to read I like TV She's checking out my girlfriend Steve She likes a beer I like a shot Her parents think I'm selling pot She likes the boys in the band She won't like to
a kiss I'd rather fuck And all the friends Think I'm a schmuck, a schmuck, a schmuck She did the boys in the van I guess I'll be a single man I used to watch her sleep and she complained The best years of my life washed down the drain Oh, what's my car, get a job, a raise for my shoes Hello, 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 you're listening to the radio station CITR, this is weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia, broadcasting live from the University of British Columbia, Canada, UBC. Uh, we heard two songs by the band called Guttermouth, they are playing tomorrow, Friday, at the rock show with uh, Boots and the legendary Dreadnoughts, all the way from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and we heard two songs by Guttermouth, it was a song called She Got the Look, and Can I Borrow Some Ambition, that was, uh, that uh, those tracks were from the album called Covered with Ants. Um, I will be playing a few more tracks by Guttermouth, so if you want to hear your favorite track by them uh tweet or call me at 604-822-2487 and i'll be happy to play a gutter mouth track for yourself all right let's listen to the first part of my interview with mark uh, in this first part we uh, discussed what's going on uh, with the band right now uh great news uh, actually they're working on the new album right now uh, the last studio album was released in 2006 that was the album called uh, shave the planet so uh how many Nine years later, eight years later, they're working on the new album, and this is exciting. So let's hear. This is me talking to Mark of the Guttermouth, uh, and here's the interview. Welcome to the show, Mark. We're super excited to see you next Friday, March 14th, at uh, the rickshaw playing with the Dreadnoughts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, and, and oddly soon to be coming back, but I couldn't be happier. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy because you've been so nice to us. In the past 18 months, you, this is the third time you're playing in Vancouver. Thank you for treating us with your live show on a regular basis. Well, you keep inviting us. How am I going to say no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny because the Dreadnoughts the said that it was super, super easy to invite you. They just asked you if you can play and you said, sure. Have you heard of them before or was it just a yeah, good... Yeah, I, I know who they are. And, and, um, and I was talking on the phone um, last night with Marco from... Oh. from um, on the band, and uh, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's like we're old friends, you know, it's easy, super easy to talk with those guys and, and hang out and stuff, so it's a walk in the park. Yeah, that's awesome, He, they, they're super nice guys and, and good band from Vancouver, and speaking of Vancouver, you know, you've played numerous times in the city, do you remember the first time you played here? Yeah, it was probably 1990, and we played at this place called, it was called, back then it was called the Nappy Dugout. Um, there was this band, I can't remember the name of the band, and I usually remember everything. This one man couldn't get into Canada for some reason, you know? And, um, and, uh, so they canceled, and we just happened to be there and had a day off. And, um, and they said, well, you, you go take their spot. It was like our first, for this band, it was like our first paying gig, you know? They gave us 200 bucks to play. It's like, you know, <laughs> we were rolling, you know? <laughs> but that was, that was in 1990. Wow, so you've been playing for over here, only just in Vancouver for over twenty years. This is crazy. Yep, yep, yep. And no, and there's no, no, no stopping. I mean, we're, we're gearing up for more and more stuff, and you know, and um, you know, we've we've said for the past decade that we're going to make another record, but we're actually uh, have rented a studio space, and and we go in there a few times a week and are working on songs, and and are actually doing a record. Wow, this is surprising because I, when I, get, I was getting ready for the interview, I read a lot of your um, interviews and you said that you hate being in studio because it's dark and someone tells you what to do and you weren't planning to record any music, but this is exciting. Well, yeah, it's the guys, it's, it's, the guys really want to do it. You know, they're, they're really big on it and they think, they think, we're in a band, we should, you know, be a band and do what bands do and that's, 
make music, make records, and play live and, and continue this, you know, otherwise it's, it's kind of, you know, I don't want to say not worth doing, but, it, you know, just let's do it right or not do it at all. So yep. I had to agree with them. They're right, you know? They just talked a little common sense into my thick skull. <laughs> yeah, because the last re new music from you officially released was the split of the band from Florida called The New Fret, and then you released a few songs uh, digitally. Are those new songs going to make it to the new record, or is it completely new, unheard material? Uh, we're going to do totally new stuff. Great. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, every, We talked about doing that, but everyone said, nope, nope, let's, let's do it right. Let's do it from scratch. Wow, this is exci like, exciting. Yes, gentlemen, whatever you want to do. So I... I kindly agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of new releases, we all saw that amazing trailer for your DVD, Guttermouth Goes on Vacation. I remember that this uh, DVD came out as a addition to a magazine. Is there going to be an official DVD release of this brilliant stuff? Fact is, no. Um, <laughs> it, the whole thing was planned. We had, we toured Australia, we had two guys with cameras with us for, um, what was it, like 28 days or something? And um, and uh, the the guy who shot the film, you know, he he's like now he lives kind of out in the out back, and he's all weird and spiritual, some weird I don't even know what it is, but um, so he he's not into that stuff anymore, and he's got all the hard drives with all the tape on it, so you know, it's a wash. Uh, because the yeah, it sucks. It totally sucks because there's some really good footage, some amazing stuff, and and um. And it's just it's it's gone. It, we'll probably never see it again. Because the trailer, oh, it's just genius. Yeah, it's true. I love it too, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I watch it from time to time. It's well put together. The guy's got it. He's a really talented cat, man. But he just you know it's not where his heart lies. So he's doing other things, you know. And you know I can't fault him for that, but. I do fault him for not following through on, on something that we agreed upon, you know? Yeah, or at least giving you the hard drive. Yeah, yeah at least that. Hello, 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 you are listening to the radio station CITR, this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and special hello, hello to my friends who are listening all the way from Novosibirsk, Russia, special hello, братва, 
Привет. Uh, we just heard a song by the band called Gutter Mouth, uh, called I'm Destroying the World from uh, another track from Covered with Ants. This is my favorite album by the band. And we heard the first part of my interview with Mark of the band Gutter Mouth. They are playing here tomorrow at the Rick Show with the Dreadnoughts and Boats. Should be a super, super exciting show. I will be playing punk rock songs uh, before uh, the show and between the bands. So it should be a wonderful night at the Rick Show. Personally, I'm very, very excited. Alright, let's hear my uh, second part of the interview with Mark of Gattermouth. In the second part, we discussed uh, how uh, religion helped him to uh, become a punk rocker and uh, a few interesting um, sort of facts or uh, interesting stories about the scene in Los, Angeles, in Los Angeles back in the 80s. In the early 80s, that was a huge scene in Los Angeles and Mark talked about it because he was part of the scene. So let's check it out. This is the second part of my interview with Mark of Guttermouth. You're listening to Rocket from Russia on uh, CITR 11.9 FM. You constantly uh, touring it. This is amazing. You've been doing the music for over 20 years and thank you for constantly playing. Could you please uh, tell the story how you got into touring uh, talking to an older 60 years old lady? How did you hear that? I read the story that you talked to some older lady and she told you, you know what, uh, my legs are so bad, I cannot go anywhere, I cannot go to see the Eiffel Tower, and then after that you just make a decision to, like, fuck it, I'm going touring because I don't want to waste uh, my life and to uh, see nothing. Is it true? Yeah, that's precisely right. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was in the fire sprinkler business, you know, uh, putting pipes in ceilings, you know, the, for, to, you know, if there's a fire, the, the water comes out of the ceiling and all that stuff. And I buy pipes from this lady and I was afraid I was going to lose my job, you know, because I'd gotten invited to go on a six-week trip of the U.S. when the offspring got really popular, you know. Mm-hmm. And they asked us to go, and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm terrified I'm going to lose my job. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, I'm in, I'm in a predicament here. And she said, she said, Mark, she goes, I didn't start traveling until I was 60 years old. By that time, you know, I got to Paris. I, I, I couldn't even walk up the stairs to get to the elevator to go to the Eiffel Tower. She goes, you're young. story uh, let's we went pretty much like almost 20 25 years ago let's go even earlier could you please tell another story i've read and, and correct me if i'm wrong but that you started playing music and got into music because of your red-haired good christian neighbors <laughs> yes, so we still prank call to this day um we, we prank all these we they were my neighbors when i was like 12 11 and 12 years old and we you know, you know, prank calls, you dial the number and, you know, make stupid noises. And one of their their son's name is Robbie, and we just always ask for Robbie. And um, we still do it to this day. Like, whenever we're on the road, you know, and we use somebody else's phone. <laughs> and um, we, we still prank call these people because they're so jacked up. They're super Catholic. And, and they called us, me and my two brothers, um, heathens, and we're the devil's spawn and troubles our bag and this and that and and um you know it just made us it she just pushed us you know to be you know little bastards if you would <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank god they did this <laughs> thanks for us yeah, thanks from us kinda, they were so they're just so arrogant you know <laughs> if you weren't in their church you didn't exist you know they're one of those type of people yeah. which you know to each their own whatever but you know i thought that that's a little out of control 
You're a huge fan of uh, OC uh, punk rock scene. The last time you played in Vancouver, you guys played uh, with Agent Orange. We all love and uh, know Adolescence and TSOL. I know that one of your favorite bands is the Discords. But could you please tell a little bit, maybe mention a few bands from that era which you loved and maybe that are not familiar, uh, you know, well known uh, to the, uh, the the whole world, or maybe even some bands which never recorded but but were awesome. Oh God. Um like uh, a band called the screamers never recorded they were they were um they were los angeles band um i like i like the band called red cross mm-hmm. um r e d d um c r o double s and um oh my god there were so many i mean l a had so many bands it was it was insane um the the blades and AKA God, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. I mean, we, we had, you know, from 1980 on, we had, you know, a thousand bands, you know, before, you know, punk crashed and burned in like 1985, probably. Yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's too much, almost too much to, to mention, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting, uh, very interesting sort of period uh, in time because when I watched the American Hardcore uh, movie and then also I read a few Fat Mike's interviews uh, and both those, like Fat Mike and the movie said that there were so many bands, awesome bands, which just never recorded and like they could have been like a next huge minor threat, but they just never recorded and, you know. Yeah, yeah. There there was, there were countless bands like that. I mean, that and, and you know, playing off what Fat Mike's saying, um, most bands didn't record because that's not why people did it. Yeah. They, they they didn't do it to make records and make money or do anything like that. It was it was a hobby, it was something to do. It was a it was an outlet, you know, that's what it was about. It wasn't it wasn't about making making records and uh, and you know, playing the record business game like, you know, the like the big guys, you know, Rolling Stones or something like that. I mean, can't really compare the two, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, that just wasn't. I mean, that's for for this band. It's just all the whole time. Uh, excuse me, until like '94, we just took it as, you know, hey, this is fun. You know, what mm-hmm. you know, what else are we going to do after work? Let's, you know, go skateboarding and and play some music and you know have some fun. And that that's all it was. And then people started to take it serious. And we're like, what's going on here? This is weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and ten albums later, you you don't have to go to work, but you're still having fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's great. I mean, I've, I've set myself up to have a, a a good lifestyle, you know, where I have some freedom and and um, you know, like actually today, oh, today I've been cursed. My friend called me up and asked me to go help him on a, this big construction project he's working on because I. Don't, I Unfortunately, no plumbing and certain things like that. So <laughs> I'm going to be a plumber today. <laughs> so that was the second part of my interview with Mark of Guttermouth. He mentioned a few LA bands uh, from the early uh, 80s, uh, The Screamers, Red Cross and Blades. Um, I found a few tracks by those bands, so let's check it out. Uh, he told a pretty cool story about all this uh, LA punk scene, and let's sort of illustrate that with music. So this is The Screamers, the beat goes on. Chasing girls to get a kiss Little girls to break my heart Me and they search the character again Kitty Buffers are newborn king, amen Five star city chairs and ramifications Goes 
Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR, this is weekly punk rock radio show Rocket from Russia, weekly punk rock radio show. 
We heard a few songs by the bands from uh, the early 80s from LA. Uh, Mark mentioned all those bands and I was able to find a few tracks by those bands. The first one was by the band The Screamers, the band he said they which never recorded. They really they never released an album or an EP, but they had a few uh, demos which were released m- uh, later on. I think it was released in 2005 or something. Uh, so that was The Screamers. Uh, uh, that was a song called The Beat Goes On. And the interesting thing about this band that uh, not they never recorded but also that they had two uh, like organ players uh, organ players like one was the keyboard and the other one was an electric organ or like an electric piano something like that so which was pretty like probably common in the 80s but right now to hear a hardcore band with two keyboard players this is a little bit strange then we heard the red cross uh, the proper red cross uh, and that was a song called clorex girls uh, from the compilation which was released by posh boy records uh, this compilation was called the sea ren and the last track was by the band called the blades and it was another track from compilation legendary compilation someone got their head kicked in and that was a track called don't want Wanna dance with you? All right, my friends. Uh, let's uh, move to the final part uh, of my interview with Mark of Guttermouth, and this is where the interview went a little bit not as I planned and definitely not as I expected. Um, uh, you'll hear it uh, definitely. But Mark turned around the interview with his questions, and. I think it turned out uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I caught a lot, a lot of this interview because we ended up talking for almost 40 minutes and I just can't fit everything which we talked about uh, in one hour of uh, radio play. But I caught a few pieces, uh, to, to me, the most interesting uh, pieces. So let's hear. This is where the interview went a little bit uh, different, uh, not as I planned. So this is the final part of my conversation with Mark of Gutter Mouth. Speaking of your uh, of knowing plumbing, I, I've uh, been, when I was getting ready for this interview, I read and listened for over twenty of your interviews. And the thing I love about those interviews the most that you easily go along and play along with the interviewer, especially when they ask you stuff which might be not necessarily true. I found the stuff about the plumbing and the pipe fitter, but my favorite one was then uh, an interview asked you about the real estate license and you yeah. geniusly played along and said that you love, enjoy helping people to find their dream home. Is that true? It's it's really fun. I've, uh, I've changed my tune more into the property management side of it. Like uh, rent, renting out um, people's homes to you know prospective tenants, um, I like that side of it now. That's I've kind of changed my my tune, and you know I had to go with the the economy and the downturn in the real estate market. So the rental market's been higher, um, more people are renting. So um, so I, I I went to to that side, you know, screening tenants, make sure they're not going to thrash the house and stuff like that, you know. So I work with homeowners and get get uh, renters in their their homes. So if the pe- people are looking for a place in California, they should hit up the gutter mouth. Yeah, they should ask for me personally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I've been doing that since what ninety nine or something. Been in the real estate thing. It's always been kind of fascinating to me. Wow! Awesome. This is this is crazy. This is awesome story. Thank you. No, but I mean, God, just because we're in bands, I mean, everyone's. Everyone has interests outside of bands and music and stuff like that. I mean, we all have to. It's like, yeah. it's just saying, if, if uh, your band was the only thing you ever did, geez, life seems like it would be boring. you got to fill it, fill your basket of life full of little tidbits of everything, and it makes it interesting. Yeah, exactly, because like I did host the punk rock radio show, but at the same time I work as a financial planner. and there you go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and then I will be DJing at the at your show uh, at the Rick Show, playing punk rock tunes. So I'm doing radio DJing, and then I make money doing the financial planning for humans. Nice, nice, nice. Good, very good. Okay. How long have you been doing that? Uh, five years now. Oh, congratulations! Good work. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, and like this is just speaking of. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you something. Okay. <laughs> What do you think about our inflated Dow Jones being over, rolling over 16,000 with unemployment at what it really is? And do you think that the, this it's just being completely manipulated and is complete BS? <laughs> wow, that's a, so the thing is that the Joe, Dow Jones is just the average... Uh... I know. 
So yeah. okay, you know what it is. So it yeah. it fluctuates and it based on uh, you know the prices. At the same time, the, there's a lot of good signs because the unemployment is still high, but it's still going down. There's also a lot of factors which uh, help uh, you know those prices which created Dow Jones go up. But at the same time, it's all just a snapshot on a given day. Soon enough, it will go down and people will start saying, no, again, this is a recession again and, you know, we, we lost everything. So, you yeah, know... The yeah, because this, 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 this gain is it, it's so superficial because you got, I don't know about in Canada, but like on our, our unemployment numbers, they don't count people who are self-employed. If you're self-employed, you, you're not, cons- you know, and if you're not working, if your self-employed business goes under, you're not considered unemployed because you can't collect unemployment benefits. Once you fall off of your unemployment benefits that we have in the state, mm-hmm. um, you're no longer counted as unemployed. So the numbers are skewed so much. I mean, I still think we're in the 40s, the, the mid-40s of unemployment. And so many people have given up on, on trying to work. Okay, I don't really know about the states, but like, yeah, you see, you, you said it's forty, but I I heard the numbers that it's like going down. It's below five now, not considering yeah, like those. Bull, people. Oh, Jesus! I could talk all day about this um, <laughs> because it's such rubbish. Because so you know, we got an extension. Our our employment benefits might be different than yours. We only get them for a certain duration of time. Once you fall off, you know, say it's a year, once you're off that year, you're no longer considered unemployed. You're considered unemployed, and thus you're not counted as unemployed. So we have so many people who don't have jobs still, and um, but they're not counted in the unemployment numbers. So the unemployment numbers look great, but they're, they're complete BS. Yeah, and uh, yeah, okay, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, see, I, I didn't know how it's, those numbers are created. Um, and people are so stupid, and they just can't see this. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. Oh, unemployment's at five. The economy is booming in America. Yeah, BS. <laughs> <laughs> and California is one of the biggest um, states in the in a, in America that um, has self-employed businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, the numbers are really high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, thus again, skewing the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the same in BC and Vancouver, like, and I think in general in Canada, the most of people running small businesses, and uh, I don't know exact the percentage, but it's huge. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, doesn't it feel like that's where the stability is these days? Is is kind of creating your own entity, creating your own, um, you know, way of life. I mean, the days of working for the big corporation and having a nice pension, you know, they don't exist. Yeah, and I, and I think the reason, yeah, the pension, yeah, pensions are gone. You can forget about it. I think the reason a lot of people are self-employed because it it is impossible to find a good job with a good pay. So people like fuck it, I'll do my own thing. And it's a great it's a great thing to do. the The, the only problem I see with a lot of people, and I have a lot of friends in construction and stuff. They they know construction. They know their field. You know, they can build a house from the ground up or a skyscraper but they don't know the business end. So they go into business, you know, I can build this thing, but they don't know the business end of it, how to run it. So they fail, they fail, they fail, they fail, you know, and it happens constantly. You know, you got to have both sides. And just all this common sense stuff, people seem to miss for some reason. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, it's very hard for the person who is focused and like has experience working in construction at the same time run a business. First of all, they don't have time. Second of all, they don't have knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can acquire the knowledge. You can also hire someone who has the knowledge. But trusting, you know how it is, trusting managers, God, that's scary as all get out, huh? Plus, when you're starting your own business, you probably don't have cash to hire a person who you probably have to pay 100K just to help your biz, <laughs> right? That's very true as well. Very true as well. <laughs> very, very true. Well, that's why a lot, a lot of small businesses, um, they are, are family-oriented. You know, the, the wife will run the books and, and things like that. And, and that, that does happen. Exactly. That's the same. Actually, I, I worked with a lot of construction workers in BC, and it's about the same. It's family or, like, you know, friends-operated business when... Yeah, like you said, a few or like a, a wife does the books and the, the businesses side of thing, administration, and then the guys just go and do the construction, fix it or like build or things like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can definitely work. <laughs> that can definitely work. Wow, this 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 punk interview sure has gone uh, askew. I like it. We're so punk rock, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. We're all growing up and getting older, and it's like you know, you, you can't be 16 years old forever. It's, it's interesting to watch what's going on in the world around you, and, and you know, we're all a part of it. So we got to know. It's good to know about it. Exactly, and yeah, good to talk to you about it. It's it's awesome. This yeah. is fabulous. Yeah. All right, and one of uh, the final question is: I know that you have a tradition. Every time you enter the city limits uh, for your destination, someone puts a song "Africa" by Toto. Is this tradition still going? And are you gonna listen to this track when you arrive to Vancouver? Oh, Africa! <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, we still do that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know why, but we still do. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why we do it. I mean, like our iPods, everyone's iPods and music that we have, or Pandora, believe me, it, it's not exactly filled with, you know, you know, punk, punk, punk all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, everyone listens to, like, a, a wide variety of different music, you know, from that song, from Toto to, you know, all the classic rock to... You know, 80s, the touch mode style stuff, you know, true punk, of course, you know, but everything under the sun, you know, we, everyone listens to something different. Whoever's driving is in control of the stereo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Africa by Toto is a nonstop hit. <laughs> and everyone sings it in the whole band. Everyone knows every word, and it's just, <laughs> it's such a mellow song, but it gets you pumped up because you're kind of laughing at yourself while singing one of the worst songs ever recorded. right mark thank you so much for your time thank you so such a nice conversation and this interview i can't wait to see you next week in uh, vancouver i look forward to it i do indeed and um and um until next week yeah see you next week and thanks again for your time all right thank you sir talk to you soon talk to you soon thanks bye-bye bye-bye
Hello, 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 this is Rocket from Russia on CITR and that was the final part of my conversation with Mark of the Gutter Mouth. As you saw, I, we didn't, I didn't really plan talking about all this economy stuff, but it happened and then Mark said that uh, he enjoyed that conversation and he wanted to leave it for the interview, so I left it for your listening pleasure, hopefully it wasn't too boring for you. Uh, but yeah, now you can understand how we just heard a song called uh, uh, Secure Horizons by Gutter Mouth and he speaks all the about this uh, economy and uh, financial planning type of things in that song and you, as you can see he knows what he's talking about he has experience in all those different um, you know economy uh, areas cool cool hope that wasn't interesting that was interesting for you and that was a little bit of end of the world news uh, for your listening pleasure hopefully it was okay uh all right uh, we're almost done here let me play you the last final block of music uh, and as a, as, uh, as a tradition in the end of the show i play you um, uh, songs by the bands which will be performing in vancouver bc this uh, coming weekend or uh, a few days before the weekend for example today at the railway club the local band the bands uh, releasing uh their uh, album. This is a album release event. They are playing the Drill Problems, What's Hot, and Hands Eye. Um, super should be super uh, interesting, exciting show. The Bins, um, relatively new band on uh, local Vancouver scene, but they uh, released uh, an. EP uh, two years ago, uh, six-song uh, EP, and then now they're presenting their brand new studio album, which is available on their Bandcamp page. So let's check it out. The, let's hear a song of this album, The Bins, and this is a second track of the album called Trouble on the Horizon. And then I'll play a track by Real Problems. Both bands are playing tonight at the Real Way Club. So this is The Bins, Trouble on the Horizon.
Hello, 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 this is CITR 101.9 FM and that was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, almost done here on CITR. Uh, radio station. Uh, we just heard two songs by the bands uh, called The Bands and uh, Real Problems. Both bands will be playing uh, tonight at the Railway Club. Uh, this is the Bands album release show. Uh, they are playing the, the Real Problems, What's Hot and Hanzai. Uh, let me quickly tell you what we heard. Uh, the first track was uh, by the Bands, uh, the well, uh, the band which is, will be headlining the show tonight. And that was a new track of their new studio album, uh, which is called How to Freak Out Responsibly about the rise of the Robots. And that was the second track of the album called Trouble on the Horizon. And uh, after that we had real problems with their track I'm Bad 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 uh, from their studio album Welcome to Scum City. Both local bands, both playing tonight at the Railway Club. Uh, <clears throat> this is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, if you enjoy what you heard, you can find the podcast on CITR.ca uh, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash rocket from Russia, on iTunes and on my blog Rocket from Russia. .tumblr.com. You can find all the previous episodes of this program as, as well as the list of upcoming shows in Vancouver, BC and a couple of helpful links if you are looking for some new music or things like that. Uh, and I would like to finish the show with a song by the band called The Dreadnoughts. Um, obviously, if you've been listening to the whole show, you got the idea that The Dreadnoughts got their mouth and uh, boats are playing at uh, the rickshaw tomorrow, uh, March 14th. And this will be a special St. Patrick's Day kind of show, so make sure to drink some beverages if you enjoy doing that. If you don't, don't drink any beverages, just eat food or don't do this, do, do anything at all. I will be playing songs uh, before uh, the show and uh, in between bands, uh, so come say hi if you will be there. And this is it. This is it. Guttermouth, the Dreadnoughts boats uh, tomorrow at the rec show. And I'd like to finish with a song called Polka Never Dies by a local cider legends, the Dreadnoughts. Amazing local band. If you haven't seen them, uh, make yourself a favorite check them out they're super fun super amazing band super super um, enjoyable music uh thank you so much uh see you oh actually yeah next week will be a pre-recorded show i'm going away for work so it will be uh, just a mixtape for your listening pleasure i play i'll uh, come combine uh some uh, mixtape for you for next week uh have a super time until then i'll see you in two weeks uh, this is the dreadnoughts polka never dies bye-bye Your eyes were filled with stars So you picked up a guitar And how the people gave The attention that you crave Tonight the stage is yours But the world has watched you rise And fall a thousand times before Polka never dies Legion Hall Look into my crystal ball